Thanks for joining us today. We'd love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. So we encourage you to share your story with us at info at fellowshipgj.com or by clicking the Share Your Story tab on the Church Center app. Also, if God is using this ministry to impact you, we wanna encourage you to partner with us financially. You can do that by clicking on the giving link located in the description of this video, online at fellowshipgj.com, or if you're a member here at Fellowship Church, you can give through our Church Center app. This will help us continue to bring this message of Christ to our community and beyond. Again, thank you for joining us and enjoy today's service. Well, good morning, Fellowship Church. Would you go ahead and stand to your feet with me? I hope you had a fantastic Thanksgiving week. And as, as many of you that have been a part of our church for a while know, uh, we take this Thanksgiving week and we really focus our entire energy and our entire service on just thanking God for how good he has taken time to worship him and praise him. And I know that there's a lot that we can be thankful for, but I also know that uh, there's a lot, we come into this room and we're, we have concerns on our mind. I mean, I know there's a lot of you going, what did I do? I gained 10 extra pounds this week. And uh, the truth is that this is the good news. You don't have to think about that right now. You know, you can deal with that problem later, but what we do on this week is we just take this time to thank God for everything that he's done for us. And, and there's always something to thank God for. Because uh, whether you've been struggling uh, in your finances, there's something you can thank God, thanking him for the fact that he's provided for you what he has. You've been, you've been struggling with your weight, thank God you got something to eat, you know? I mean, there's always something to thank him for. So I wanna encourage you today to just like put all of your concerns, all your worries aside, and just thank our God for how good he is. Now, with this being a worship service where we're going to do quite a bit of worship, we're going to take communion and stuff like that, I know there's many of you that can't stand on your feet for the entire service, so please do feel welcome to sit down if you need to at any point during our service. Um, as we worship him today. And I know that there's many of you that are visiting with us. You're here with your family. This is your first time here. We want to welcome you. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for joining with us online. And uh, we're not going to do anything to embarrass you, but we would love the opportunity to speak with you. Uh, so if you wouldn't mind, uh, the best way to get a hold, in touch with us is if you just text the word fellowship to 94000, that's the word fellowship to 94000, we can get in touch with you and answer questions that you might have uh, about our church, about our services. But uh, if you have any reason at all to thank our wonderful Heavenly Father for anything, let's give him a shout of praise today. He's worthy. He's good. Let's worship him together today, church. Let's worship him. Oh, 
presence, Lord God. We thank you for this time that we get to come and thank you and worship you. Because you are enough.
in just a few moments, we're going to take communion together as a church family. So on your way in, you should have received the elements and you'll want to have those handy. If you want to, you can take a seat. And what I want us to do is just create some space in our day, in our schedule, in this service for each one of us to look internally, to just search ourselves and to ask ourselves, is there anything in me that's just kind of funky between me and God? You see, the Bible is so clear. It says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Every single one of us has made mistakes. And there may be some mistakes that you can just sense. They're just still there between you and God because you haven't talked to him about it yet. And now is the perfect opportunity. The Bible says that before we take communion, this is what we should do. We should look inside of ourselves. And so we're asking ourselves some questions. Like, is there anything I said lately that just, ugh? Is there anything I did? Did I treat someone poorly? Did I break one of the commandments? Did I reject someone and hurt them with unkindness? Is there something that I've done that's just caused the funk between me and God, caused some distance between God and I? And if you discover that thing, which I think if we're honest, we all have them, but if you discover that thing that's separating you from God, the beautiful thing about Jesus is that He already paid the price to fix it. And so what we do is we apologize. We say, God, I'm so sorry for whatever it is that you have going on in your life. Whatever that distance is, I'm sorry for how I spoke. I'm sorry for the thing I looked at on the computer. I'm sorry for the way that I treated my family. I'm sorry for that business decision that we both know was shady. I'm sorry. And the Bible says that if we confess our sin. He's faithful and fair to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all that is unright within us. That's 1 John 1, 9 in the Bible. He doesn't hold it against us. He doesn't say, well, you gotta figure out a way to make that up to me. We just confess our sin. And the Bible says that he wipes that clean. So in this moment, I want us to literally do that. Search our hearts, find those things, and in our own way, pray and ask for God's forgiveness. God, we're sorry for being short-tempered. We're sorry for gossip and unkindness. God, we're sorry for the way that we treated the people that we love the most. God, we thank you that when we lay these things out before you, that you are so gracious to us, that you forgive it, that you cleanse it away. And that it's just as if we never sinned. Our sin is removed from us as far as the east is from the west. And God, thank you that you take the stain of our mistakes and you make it pure white again before you. We thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, the reason that we're able to experience that level of forgiveness is because of what Jesus did on the cross. And the Bible tells us on the night before he was betrayed. On that night that he was gathered in the upper room with his 12 closest followers and they were celebrating the Passover. It was the very last meal that Jesus would eat before he would be handed over and crucified. Jesus knew that was coming. He knew he was going to be betrayed. He knew he was going to be arrested and beaten and crucified. 
And he willingly allowed that. He was willing to lay down his life because he knew that that we had sinned and that our sin was separating us from him. And, And he knew that if he didn't do something about it, then we, all humanity, would be forced to pay the cost of our own sin. And that's a cost that none of us could afford. And so the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, that on the night he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took the loaf of bread. And the loaf of bread was a part of the Passover celebration, but Jesus deviated from the regular celebration and he said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And then he showed that his body was going to be broken and that he was gonna allow this brokenness to come to him for the purpose of bringing wholeness to us someday. And he allowed himself to be broken for us. And he said that we should remember this, that we should gather and that we should celebrate these moments. So if you have the bread, we're gonna partake of it together. Lord, thank you that you allowed yourself to be broken so that we could be made whole. Thank you that you came from heaven to earth to pursue relationship with us just for that moment to create wholeness and restoration between us and you. We're so grateful for it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. The scriptures continue. It says, in the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper saying, this cup is the symbol of the new covenant between God and man. And that you should remember that every time you drink from it. So the grape juice, right, is the symbol of the fact that Jesus was going to shed his blood. And the Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. So someone's blood had to be shed. In the olden days, it was a lamb. And Jesus said it would be him so that it didn't have to be us. And so Jesus shed his blood to forgive all of our sins and to wash it all away. But he also took a beating before they crucified him. In Isaiah 53, the Bible says that by his stripes, we are healed. That means when Jesus took the whips on his back, that that those stripes literally occurred so that you and I in our generation could receive forgiveness and healing. And so every time we gather, there's sick among us. Maybe you're watching from home because you're in a hospital room or you have a an illness that's contagious so you've stayed home or maybe you're in this room and you need wholeness and healing in your mental health or in your soul you've just been wounded and you're hurting Jesus death on the cross provides not only salvation but also healing in all of these ways and when we drink of the grape juice what we're saying is that we're receiving that wholeness we're receiving what Jesus did on the cross not only to save us but also to restore us And so Jesus, we are so grateful for the cross. We're so grateful that you endured it, that you shed your blood for our healing and for our wholeness and for our forgiveness. There's so many things that you did that day when you died on Calvary in our place. And we are so thankful for that this morning. We bless you and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. church family let's stand to our feet again and let's continue to worship
Well, God is so good, and we have so much to be thankful for. I mean, that's what this week is all about, is, is thanking him. And if you can kind of look back over your life, look over this last year, and just chronologically thank him for all the things he's done for you. The Bible says that every good and perfect gift comes from above. So if it's good in your life, it came from the Lord. So think about that for a second. I mean, just rewind in your mind. Go back to January of this year and then just kind of start to thank God for, for what he's done, for maybe your health, for your finances, whatever it might be. And let's take just a second to do that right now. Just take some time. Thanksgiving, you're here, right? So thank you for that. Thank him for your health. Maybe you've been healed of something this year. Maybe you've been healed of something a couple of times. Maybe somebody in your family has been healed of something. job. Thank him, thank him that you have a, a car to drive, a, a warm bed to sleep at night. Thank him for our church. Maybe you're in school. Thank him for your teachers, the people that have poured into you. God, we have so many things to be thankful for. I mean, to, to do it in this short of a period of time is, is kind of crazy. So I pray, Lord, that you would remind us throughout this day of things that we need to be thankful for. And that we wouldn't wait to say thank you. We wouldn't forget to say thank you. But Lord, we would, we'd be quick to say thank you. That we wouldn't, we wouldn't be like our human nature makes us be where you answer some huge prayer in our life and then we just move on to the next thing without being grateful. So we come before you, Lord, with grateful hearts. And you know, one of the ways that the God, God has given us to where we can show our gratitude back to him or give back to him is, is through giving. And of course, the tithe is something that we are asked to give or commanded to give by God, but an offering above that, that's just a gift. And when we show ourselves thankful or faithful in giving, what that shows is that we're thankful for what he's done for us. Because the truth is, is what we're giving him, he's already given to us. So this morning, as you get ready to give, and as you give maybe this week at some point, that you would do it with a heart of thanksgiving. You would do it with a mindset of, God, 
what I'm giving you, you gave to me. I give this as a form of worship to you. Of course, you know all the ways that you can give here at Fellowship. You can do on the Church Center app. You can give in the lobby, in in an offering box, or on the website. But God wants to bless you. And he has blessed us. He's our great provider, the scripture says. In fact, one of his names is Jireh, which means provider. And you see, you can thank him for all these things he's done for us this last year. But he wants to give you so much more. So never stop asking. Never stop going before him and saying, Lord, you know my needs. You know what I'm going through right now. Will you please provide? And he will show up in your life as that great provider. And he never gets tired of that. He never gets tired of you asking. He loves you so much. You think about your relationship with your own kids. I mean, when your kids come to you and they're like, hey, can I, can I do this? Or can I, you know, I need this. Is there any way you can help me with this? As a parent, you always want to give to your child. It's that much more with God. God always wants to provide for you. He always wants to give you. He wants, he wants to give things to you and bless you so you'll be reliant on him because that reliance brings about intimacy. And he wants that more than anything. He wants your heart. He wants your conversation. He wants that relationship. So as we finish up worship, we have a couple more songs today. Might want to continue to thank him for stuff. But this might be a time to ask him for some stuff. Maybe you got something coming up right around the corner, maybe between now and the end of the year, and you need help. Ask your provider. Maybe something coming up the first of the year and you're just really, really concerned about it. Go to him now. And as we worship him and as we praise him and as we declare the truth of the fact that Jesus is our provider, God is our provider, let's worship him as we close the services today and ask him to come through for us like he always has. Thank you.
to this week's message at Fellowship Church. If you have not yet made Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of your life, I'd love to give you an opportunity to do that right now. The Bible says in the book of Romans, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And you can do that right now. I encourage you to pray this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, I know I've made mistakes and I'm a sinner. Please forgive me. I believe that you died on the cross and that you rose again. Come and be the Lord of my life and lead me from this day forward. Thank you for giving me a home forever in heaven. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you just prayed that prayer with us today, we are so excited. Welcome to the family of God. We would love to invite you to text 94,000 with the word heaven. And this will put you in touch with one of our pastors and we can celebrate with you and answer any questions you might have. Also, if you're in need of prayer about anything, you can submit your prayer requests to us by texting prayer support to 94,000. Our prayer team will receive your requests and immediately start covering you in prayer. If this is your first time experiencing Fellowship Church, or you just want to learn more about one of the ministries, text FELLOWSHIP to 94000 to connect with our staff. As always, we are just a phone call away. You can call us at any time at 970-245-PRAY with any questions you might have. Thanks again, and we hope to see you next week either online or in person.